Welcome back to the Offside Report brought to you by EPL Live. It's been a relatively quiet weekend of football following the latest hiatus across the Premier League due to the Queen's passing. But in the great words of Steven Gerrard, we go again, Mitch. Champions League continued this morning. Premier League football will resume this weekend with the exception of three games and we'll discuss all the fallout from the latest managerial changes at Chelsea, which was overshadowed somewhat by the Royals news. But firstly, let me welcome, as always, to the podcast, Mitch Ball and a new member replacing Al this week while he's away and maybe even claiming a future fourth spot on the podcast. We'll see. Hopefully. It's Monish. Welcome. And uh, it's good to have another Liverpool supporter Correct. on board on the podcast. Um, and you'd be happy, fresh off a win this morning, like me, for the Reds. 2-1 uh, over Ajax, a late Joel Matip goal. Uh, what did you make of the game? Um, it was interesting. I was just really happy that we didn't draw or lose because I knew that I was coming into this podcast and didn't want to hear shit from Mitch. <laughs> that was the only thing I was hoping for, and yeah. I'm really glad that we managed to snatch yeah. a victory. Yeah, yeah. Now, wins are hard to come by this season Correct, for Liverpool, yeah. um, and you could see the difference already that a few injured players returning. Thiago, made. specifically. Yeah. Thiago. Man like of the, the match. Man of the match, definitely man of the match. Yeah, yeah, he was unreal. And uh, Joel Matip, obviously scoring the winner. Yeah. Jota, um, good to have back in the team. Assist on his return as well. Yeah, 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 that's it. And Mitch, I'd like you to get involved in this one, but um, <laughs> if, if you want to <laughs> yeah, no, sure. get involved with a little bit of uh, Liverpool chit-chat. Would love to. When you see Liverpool with the, the injured players back, like we just mentioned, mm. is that what you put their slump down to? Was it's, it... it's most, I feel like it's mostly that, and also it's because our players have been out of form. Yeah. Like our defenders and our attackers, I feel like it, they've been out of form, but also I think it's mostly because of, of our midfield. Like that's mm. the biggest area of concern because a midfield of Fabinho, Milner, and Henderson should not play together. No. They should not be playing together, and especially Milner starting a Champions League game at the age yeah. of 37. And at Old Trafford. And at Old Trafford as well. That's just not, no. They're not going to win any matches with that midfield. Yeah. And I was saying to Mitch the other day, right on like, um, Milner and Henderson make Mick Fred look like Xavi and Iniesta. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how low I rate them. So, yeah, like, having Thiago back, yeah. like, is massive. It's such a massive upgrade on like the rest of our midfielders. Oh, absolutely. definitely. Yeah. He's just all class. Yeah. Different gravy, Thiago. Yeah. What about you, Mitch? What do you, what do you put it down to? No, I mean, look, full credit to you guys beating uh, Ajax. Like, Ajax have proved themselves last year. They're an incredible team. And, you know, you did really well to shut down Anthony. Sorry, Anthony's left. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Yeah. Um, you did really well, obviously, to get past uh, Martinez. Sorry. Sorry, Martin oh, is no longer there. Anthony with those you five beat him twice. Um, <laughs> you did really well to beat, you know, Grevenbach. Oh, sorry, he's gone. <laughs> sorry. And look, obviously, to break down what Ten Hag's... Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I forget. Who's at Ajax? Who'd you actually beat? Because Ajax is a team in the Dutch league who struggle. No, sorry, they win, the, they win every year because there's no one else in the Dutch league. They've got a great system producing juniors and selling on at a higher rate. Yes. So you beat an academy team, 2-1 oh. in the last minute, and yeah. you're celebrating. No doubt you needed this win. But do not get on your high horses and pretend you're back. Oh. You've got such a long way to go. And we're, the fact that you back. do we're not... definitely not back. Like, it's a start, though. I think it, it's, it's a start. start. You it's needed a start. it. Definitely but the, a start. the fact that this, this break in the Premier League season could not have come at a better time for you guys. Because if you're yeah. versing Chelsea this weekend, I wouldn't rate you to... I wouldn't be saying you're going to go out and get three points. Chelsea don't look that good themselves, to be honest, Mitch. So I would... I would correct, I would. Yeah, new manager, but you're not in the form that you should be in. Wolves last week wasn't a guaranteed three points either. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. given the current form after that Napoli game, I don't think you can guarantee anything from that Liverpool side. So it's all it's all worked out really nice. It was you. very nice timing. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Very nice timing. And after yeah. this uh, this game against Ajax, this is Liverpool's last game for the next three weeks. I think second of October. So yeah, yeah. two weeks. Yeah, so it's two nice weeks. Nice little break uh, to refresh and rejuvenate <laughs> some injured players. But I do disagree with you on one point. Ajax won. 4-0 in their opening Champions League fixture against Rangers. Who? So, <laughs> the Rangers team uh, that's... Where are they on the Scottish Premier... So they were in Scotland, that's right. 4-0 is 4-0. They're in Scotland. Oh, it's still so... out of the Champions League match, which United don't play in. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> Hang on, which, I, I've got no uh, issues they, with I'm, this. I'm, are you now playing today or uh, <laughs> Wednesday Champions even, League match? I couldn't even tell so. you when we're playing, but I, all I do know, <laughs> yeah. I do, I'm do. i fully aware of where we are in the EPL standings and I'm fully aware of where you are. And so you're, you're the kind of supporter who just looks at the most decent match and you're like, yeah, fuck, you're going to win everything. <laughs> well, that's, to be honest, kind of you, you only are as, as good as your last game. So at the moment, you guys are sweet. Yeah, beautiful. You're golden. But we also, yeah. you know, we beat the team that's on top. So I, I don't know. I just really can't judge this one. I mean, we'll wait and see. We are only six, uh, six games into the, the Premier League season, yep. Mitch. So <laughs> I, I understand you're one, one place ahead of Liverpool. That's rare to come by for Manchester United. Very rare. Well, so enjoy Very it. rare. Enjoy it because I think uh, Liverpool is last. I do believe that, that this morning was a little bit of a turning point. Besides maybe the Bournemouth game, I think this was Liverpool's best, best, yep. best performance of the Correct. season. I know Ajax scored. They probably could, could have scored again. But I think Liverpool could, could have easily had three or four. Um, yeah, I think. Do you do you think it's a positional issue with Salah as well? Because I've seen a few fans complain about how he's playing too wide, like he's too wide. wide, and he's not like coming into the central yeah. areas. Do you think that's an issue? I think it is. I think it's yeah. There, there's been an adjustment in the in the front three. Obviously, mm -hmm. with Mane not being there, Firmino dropping form a bit. Yep. Nunes coming in is more of a traditional number nine, so yep. it affects that. Uh, yeah, they're just their chemistry, I think, but. The biggest thing for me was Liverpool's game under Jurgen Klopp for the last six or seven years has been obviously intensity. Correct. They they always lead their opponents in sprints, in uh, in meters run, yep. in kilometers, whatever, um, and just all around effort and intensity. And this season, that's been they've been beaten in every category. I don't know about this morning and Bournemouth, but every other game um, they've been beaten in those categories. So for me, I just think it's fatigue. It's That's a concern thing, and people it's just like lack of concentration as well. Because yeah. I know people complain about Trent not being able to defend, which I usually back him up. Like he can, like he's not as bad as people make him out to be. But then yeah. today again, he lost his man for the goal. So yeah. it's just like concentration issues as well. And I think that um, where a player like Van Dyke is helpful. I know Mitch is giving me a lot of shit about how Van Dyke's lost form. He's not. He's been all hype, but now like once Van Dyke form finds form again, I feel like we will like show up our defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Virgil actually did speak after the game today and said Liverpool's biggest strength is working as a collective, and that yeah. has obviously been off this season. So yeah. we'll see if it's a turning point. I hope it is. Manish hopes it is. Mitch hopes it isn't. I'm not losing. <laughs> I'm not going to lose sleep either way, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing I do want to talk about this week, guys, uh, like I mentioned in the intro, uh, Chelsea's managerial changes, they, it was a bit overshadowed uh, by the Queen's passing and um, Graham Potter's announcement was delayed a bit as well. But um, that was obviously the massive news over the last seven days. Um, but firstly, before we get into Graham Potter, let's talk about Tuchel. 
I want to know from you guys, yeah. was, was his dismissing harsh? Because he wasn't there for very long. He's delivered a Champions League, a, a Super Cup, yeah. a Club World Cup. Why get rid it, of him? It was 100% harsh. There was no reason for him to get rid of him six games into a season. Like, and they have, and I think, um, obviously, with the new American owners, like they have, like the way they run their clubs is a bit different, and I feel like they don't have a complete good understanding of how soccer is run. And I read news today how they wanted an All Stars game for the EPL, similar to how they have in America, and it just like shows where they're trying to like Americanize, if that's a word, like the EPL. And I think he should have been given more time. Like, I know he hasn't had the best success with his transfers, Lukaku specifically. But then it definitely should have been given more time. Like, especially with the success that he's had winning the Champions League and the Club World Cup in mm. 18 months. How long was he? 18 months he was there for? Yeah. Yep. More or less. Like, correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, you make a good point that, yeah. that for some reason, um, Mitch, you might want to extend on this, but under the Abramovich era at Chelsea, um, no, no club in English football has won more trophies under but, that. That's because they're ruthless. Yeah. If you weren't getting success, you were moved on. It shows you that the stats are standard of the club. I don't think no one can be that shocked. It, it, you can be surprised, hundred percent, because it was you know an interesting decision to be made. But they they demand success, and if you're not going to bring it, irrelevant if it's one or two games dropped here mm. or there, yeah. you're gone. And and that's the level they expect. That's what they want from their players. So. You know, if they're seeing that happen to their manager, well, then they know they're on the heads on the block if, if they're not going to perform. And yeah. yeah, it's not saying it's great or it's right or it's the you know the right way to do things, but it definitely sets that standard that you can't drop below. Mm. Yeah. And that that keeps people on their toes. It means that no one can if they know they if they drop below, they're not going to play. They're going to be on the bench. They're going to be in the reserves. That that means you can't falter. You've got to be at your peak every single match. And is Graham Potter the right man for the job? It's interesting. They're apparently going to back him no matter where they finish this year and they're going to yeah. let him build a project. But yeah. for me, the biggest thing is he's gone from actually managing and coaching. Mm. Now he's actually just a player manager. When you've got egos involved, what you can actually coach is a completely different story okay. yeah. to what you're actually doing on the training ground. Because at Brighton, yeah. he could actually coach them and say, this is what we're doing, we're doing this, this. And those players in there going, yep, yeah, brilliant, this is different to what I got at the X club, this is different to what I got at Y club. A yeah. Bao Miang doesn't listen to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to sit there and go... No, it's not how I used to do it. Yep. I do it this yeah. way. And it, yeah. it's how he's going to be. I'm not saying he's going to do a poor job there. He's, yeah. he's, he's clearly a good manager. We've seen that. Oh, We've yeah. seen that at Brighton the last two, three, four years. But it's a very different game to play. It is. And it's a very different style. And it's how those egos are going to react to how he reacts to egos. Does he, you know, from the second he gets set from that training pitch, does he put his foot down? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or does he let them have a joke around and, and mess around? And I don't think he would. I, from everything that I've seen from him, that's not who he is. Yeah. It's interesting. Apparently, I read an article today uh, that Cucurella was spoken when they brought him in. <laughs> they actually spoke to him about how yeah. Grand Potter works. Yeah. yeah. So that tells you from the start, maybe this wasn't, this was always on the cards. Because as, as we spoke about after it happened, it happened so quickly that it did. Yeah. maybe these were always a, a backroom plan. Maybe this is how they save, because he's not on Tuchel money. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe this is how they save 14, 15 mil. Well, and it could be it, that it figure. It costs them a lot of money to get rid <laughs> get of Tuchel, correct, yeah. uh, pay out all his coaching staff, and then obviously... Uh, Sign pretty much the whole entire Brighton coaching staff and scout. I think it costs them about 20 million just to get Potter and his team over from Brighton. They had to pay... And then they had to pay Tuchel, what, 8 million or something out of yeah. his staff, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a reasonable bloke. I would have done it for one, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> just one million. I'm happy with that. I'm um, reasonable. 
I mean, we, we did expect Graham Potter to get a coaching job uh, within the top six mm. big clubs eventually. Probably not as soon as what we uh, as, as it's played out. Um, and credit to Al as well. He's not here, but we'll give him the credit anyway. He, pre-season, Manish, he yeah. predicted Tuchel to be the first manager sacked. Uh, obviously, he's, he's not the yeah. first manager to go. Uh, yeah. He was the second, but still yeah. a very good shout in the end. And we did pick two from two. You did, yeah. You, we did, we did. Yeah. We'll just you, yeah, you, well, we'll share the love. <laughs> we'll share the love. We had Scott Parker, Scott, yeah. um, Tuchel, and I think what did I have? Brendan Rogers. So do you want to stick with that? We could get, we can go three from three from three. three. I reckon it's on. I still think it'll be Brendan Rogers. Yeah, like I feel like that's gone under the radar. Like Leicester have not been the same. Oh yeah, year. one draw from six games. Correct. Yeah, he's under sitting the pump. bottom of the prem, I believe. Bottom, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. under the pump. But I think uh, going back on um, on Tuchel and Graham Potter, I think a big thing. Uh, with the new ownership at Chelsea, uh, they they want uh, they wanted Tuchel to be more involved in um, in transfers and more involved in in the off field stuff. Um, so attending more meetings, all that sort of that, stuff. But that came wanted... to his detriment because okay. I heard that um, Dodd wanted Ronaldo. Apparently, apparently that was a big reason why. Yeah. Um, there was a disagreement between the both of them because Todd on Ronaldo and Tuchel was like, no way, he's not coming to my team. That's it. And that's him getting involved in the transfer, but then... That is a typical American correct, yeah. marketing. Correct, and then yeah. you've got Tuchel, who's a proper coach. And yeah. yeah, like you said, uh, um, I mean, he wanted to focus more on coaching, yeah. he, he, more team first, and he, he didn't get that under the new ownership. So maybe it was just more of a rip-the-band-aid-off uh, situation with the new owners, mm. get rid of the coach and start fresh with someone new. Uh, bringing Graham Potter, who is that, like you mentioned, more of like a teacher, more of a proper c- coach, and he yeah. can get involved in the off-field stuff as well. He did so well at Brighton uh, because of that. They lost so many players. Yeah. Brighton are a team now. You, you got to feel sorry for them. I mean, they have started the season off brilliantly. They're yeah. in the top four. They've lost one game from six. Yeah. And they have just been stripped completely of everything. Yeah. Their their yeah. their coach, their manager, sorry, their their goalkeeping coach, assistant coach, assistant coach, head scout. Uh, I mean, where's the compensation for them? I know they get a nice little payout, but yeah. what about for the rest of the season? At the moment, Adam Lallana is their player manager. <laughs> I mean, come on. Do you want to spend another half an hour talking about that because he's an ex-Liverpool player? Or? No, I'd love to. <laughs> I think he'll do well. Unfortunately, he's not being helped because they're playing Liverpool next. So, oh, I hope I hope he does so well. Oh, this could be brilliant. This could be Christmas. Imagine this is Christmas. Play manager in the Premier League. Yeah. Sub yourself on whenever you want. Surely, uh, I don't know how. That actually is a dream. Yeah. Could you get sent off from the bench as the manager and then put yourself on as the player? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I, could he I, could he start the game in a suit, <laughs> copper red cards, come back down in his playing kit? Yeah, that would just, be a first. That would be a first. It's a very it, it is it's a very good question. But um, hey, I mean, where do we expect Brighton to go from here now? Same I, as what they did last year. Just they'll drop they, off and yeah. then they'll come back and sit mid table. God, you'd you'd feel pretty salty as a Brighton supporter if you got relegated this season. No, nah, I don't think they'll get relegated there. Uh, they have enough decent quality players that even without a manager they should be fine. Like and yeah. Lalana has done his coaching at Liverpool, I believe. He's got his badge at Liverpool. Oh therefore yeah. he's he's he did, an yeah, ace. He did, yeah. <laughs> Jurgen Klopp, watch out. We've all seen how well yeah. Steven Gerrard's doing. Adam Lalana and his style of play, like watch out. Like yeah. next. He's the next big thing. Oh, here we go. If he stays on, I'm calling it because I've seen, like, even, when, even under Rogers, because he was always Rogers' go to guy in terms of playing. And also, like, you could see that he had, um, even though he, he may not have been 
fit all the time, like because he was injured half the time. Like when he did play, he was a quality player. And I'm assuming uh, it's not always a thing where if you're a quality player, it translates into you being a good coach. But then mm. it's a good test for him if if he's given a chance, obviously. Yeah. I'm assuming they're looking for someone else. I've heard that the ex-Australian coach Ange. Nah, he won't. I've Poss- heard that that's in the works. He'll he'll, he'll want to win yeah. another. He'll want to win the premiership with Celtic. Yeah. He'll want to push into yeah. try and get into the round of sixteen with the Champions League, go out on a high, and yeah. give a Premier League club no choice but to put him in yeah. because he's the right man for the job, not because they've sacked their coach mid-season. Yeah. Oh, not sorry, their coach has left mid or early in the season. Yeah. He'll want he'll want a full off season. He'll want to build the team he wants because that's what he's done at Celtic over the last two years. Yeah. He'll want to actually be able to get his Ange ball into play. Mm. He's not he's not I can't see him wanting to leave Celtic right now. Yeah, right now, I mean he's got this Champions League project. He's yeah. the first Australian manager to manage in the Champions League. Why would you throw that mm. away after one yeah. or two games? See um yeah, I think he'll stay on for this season. He, he doesn't seem like the type of manager that will just uh, leave a project halfway through. Uh, not a bad. It's a bad thing that what Potter did. Um, I no, I, I think the it's a stepping stone that it. Potter had to make, and yeah. you know he, you can't hold it against him for taking it because it's it's a natural progression. You want to go, and obviously Brighton gave Chelsea their, their blessing. Yeah. Brighton yeah. knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Brighton were just sitting there waiting, going, "Well, which big club's going to sack their manager yeah. first, and we're probably going to lose him." Yeah. Do you think it's a step too far though for him? Do you think? It, it's probably Ooh. like more like Brighton and then probably a club like, I don't know, like Wolves or like Leicester or something like that, like a mid-table but, club but and then... I think Brighton are that new Wolves and, and Leicester because like last year they were a mid-table team. Yeah. The year before they weren't that far off being a mid-table team and you look at no, the I results they get... 16th and then like Was it 16th yeah. last year? Was it 12th or something? Or something? 9th 10th. Yeah, yeah. which is where yeah. you need to be. Yeah. And, you know, like they've been competitive. Yeah. They've shown they can play, that, as we discussed last week, they were in the exact same position on the, on the table... This time last year, they were fourth. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're doing they're just literally recreating it, yeah. and they don't spend, they don't have the masses of cash. So he's, he's doing it without yeah. this. So that and that's what worries me about having the egos now. It, it's a completely different ball game. So yeah. Yeah. going to a Wolves, you don't necessarily have the egos. Yeah. Going to a Leicester, you don't. Well, Jamie Vardy's not an ego. He's just a presence. <laughs> but a, yeah, this Aubameyang, he is an ego, and, that, and that's <laughs> we all saw it in the in the Arsenal documentary. If you didn't see it before. Yeah. And that, that's where it shows. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Gold Lamborghini, you're already showing off anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's going to be interesting to see what Potter can do with the transfer budget because, I mean, he's done so well losing key players at Brighton and replenishing the squad. I, I think you'll see an exact Eddie Howe recreation as yeah. long as he gets his way, which I think uh, Chelsea look like they're going to do. I think you'll just see foundation players, not superstars. Would uh, You know, these foundation players that Newcastle have, they're not terrible, but they're not the million dollars... Yeah, hundred million dollars signing. They have the ability to spend like the Chelsea. They spent, exactly, spent like ninety million on him. Isak, yeah, 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 but that's that's. Yeah. But hang on, he's not a Liverpool. Wouldn't go and start him. United aren't yeah. going to go and buy and start him. Chelsea aren't going to go and buy and start him. He's not yeah. that. You know, they have to spend that money because well, they know they wanted him. So you mm-hmm. charge whatever you want. Yeah. But he's not that. Money he's not a well. Yeah, yeah. He's not a world beater that. You know, yeah. He's not going to start yeah. in every single team as yeah. it stands right now. If Newcastle and Eddie Howe can create him, something different story. But right now you. United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Cities, no one was, no one being headhunted. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. The one thing with Porter, and I feel like it's a similar situation with Rogers in Liverpool, where he'll probably play an exciting style of football, but then um, that season when Suarez like almost won the title, like mm-hmm. the backbone wasn't there. 
Mm-hmm. I felt like the pleasure got to him. Like that's the one thing where I feel like Porter like I'm not because he's not being tested in that situation yet. Mm. Where this will be a big test for him. Just just quickly, Gordo, uh, is it possible to get a counter every time Liverpool's mentioned? <laughs> just with two supporters. I love referencing that. <laughs> I reckon I reckon we're at least a twenty. They're, they're a good blueprint for other teams. Actually, yeah. We can't help it. I'm no, you are. You definitely are. We've been through it. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. We have de- been you know, you are. You're a great blueprint. You know, you're sitting. <laughs> where are you sitting? Okay, right now. You won one where, game? Where have we sat the last six years? I tell you what, I'm not... You, <laughs> look, the reason I didn't even put this in your calendar to be here is because Liverpool play, Liverpool fans have great memories because that's all you've got to rely on right now. You can't rely on the consistent. You've got to... Everything's in the past. Well, Mitch, uh, Manish made a good point. It's, you know, we, we've, we've experienced the Roy the Brendan Rodgers era, and now we're experiencing the transition and winning titles and... We, we have a right yeah. to speak. Okay, we yeah. have experience. Is it multiple or is it one title? One title, one championship. So it's title. Actually, title. every single trophy that you yeah. can possibly win has been won by Jürgen Klopp. Yep. Correct. Imagine if you were a City fan, you actually liked a team that won more than just one thing. Oh, I'd love to, but not everyone has the spending power that Manchester City do. Calm down, headbutting striker. <laughs> Calm down, headbutting striker. At least we can put up a fire. That's what we're, we're just trying to make it interesting for supporters like you. No, you are. Yeah, look, you're definitely going to have that late run in the year and you'll see if you can go 17 undefeated and yep. well, win speak, the league. Yeah, and speaking of um, giving teams ratings and whatnot and judging yep. um, starts to the season... Uh, let's get out our, our report books and uh, I mean we're six games in there was no Premier League fixtures last week so what better time to review the start of the season than this week and I've got a few questions for you guys and I'll start off with this one who has been the best team so far this season in your opinion you, you go first mate. I go first um, Arsenal obviously because the first in the league yeah. and also I think the next follow up question is the biggest surprise again Arsenal <laughs> Arsenal because yeah. I did not mm. I did not expect them to yeah. be this good yeah. and obviously that Brazilian thing that they have going there that's really <laughs> working for them yeah. Um, and yeah they've been they've been really good like, like and also I do say that but also their first big test of the season they failed yeah where it's they played United, United, correct yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how they go but so far they've looked really good like they've loved their style of play it looks like Wenger ball again yeah, yeah they look does. like the Arsenal of old so yeah I've enjoyed watching them play so far it's amazing yeah. Arsenal, no matter which manager they have. Um, I know it's only been Wenger and yeah. um, who was after Wenger? Sorry, one. Um, Una Emery. Emery. That's Good right. evening. Emery. Good evening. <laughs> they, they always, no matter who it is, they always yeah. try and implement that know, style you, of football. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. style of football. Correct, yeah. No matter who it is, you know they yeah. they want beautiful football and yeah, yeah they've they've been playing it this season, so it's a good shout, Mitch. I don't, I don't think they're the. It is Arsenal's been the best team so far. The reason they're not my biggest surprise is Crystal Palace a surprise? No. Is Leicester City a surprise? No. Is Bournemouth a surprise? No. Is beating Fulham a surprise? No. Is beating Aston Villa a surprise? No. <laughs> is beating let's just oh sorry and then they lost United so no they're not a surprise you can only beat what's in front of you You, and and thank you for for bringing that up and therefore (laughs) my biggest surprise is the team that no one had beating anybody it's Manchester United (laughs) (laughs) because that's actually a surprise Brighton are doing exactly what they did last year City actually are failing what they should be doing right now Liverpool aren't even in this conversation of doing well at the moment and you can't argue with that fact Arsenal are doing exactly what they should be doing that's why they're the best team so far they're not a surprise Manchester United, from where they were last season yep. to who they signed and everyone went, a five-foot-four centre-back, what are you doing? 
ninety million dollars on a on a Ford, what are you doing? Well, it's actually paying dividends now. The first two games of the year, who did he play? He played everyone that started last year, everyone that finished season last year. He got arguably the result he wanted in losing both games. They have not played since. Maguire especially. Maguire specifically, yeah. What has happened? They've won. Maguire starts in the champ in the Euro- Europa Conference, <laughs> you know, Baker's Delight League. <laughs> and they lose. And, and like the penalty shouldn't have been a penalty, yeah. blah, 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 whatever, don't care. But the point is they drop points the second he went reverted back to his old team. They are a surprise. And I think to argue any other way or for any other team, I, look, I'm here for it because I like, I like a good argument. You know I do. Look, that's but a good goal, though, surprise but again, like, apart from the Liverpool match, they've kind of scraped through. Also, oh, Arsenal's have... not a surprise. But So the best team in the league so far for the last like, six weeks isn't a surprise. You're at Old Trafford. You... Yeah, correct. So we're expected to win that. So hang on, but does that mean we're the best team so far? Because you can't say that Arsenal are the best team so far and then say that we're not the biggest surprise package after we've beaten no, Arsenal that could and be, Liverpool. Again, that could be a one-off. That could be a one-off. That's true. I yeah. mean, I feel like United Brilliant. are a team this that always perfectly. perform. They perform yeah. better against top six teams. Mm-hmm. And well, last, but last year, hang on, last year, how, what did you beat us by? 9-0 uh, no, over the nine, <laughs> So you're right. No, no, you are right. You are right. So we we like, do play yeah. better against the big six teams, so not you. That's fine. The hype that you've had, everyone did but there's hype for United every season. There's hype for Liverpool every season. There's hype for but City then every if, season. If you look at traditionally at the past few years, like especially in the beginning of the season, United always do well. I feel like for like two, three years in a row, like you won like two, three matches, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0. And everyone like, oh yeah, like, Pogba this, Pogba that, and you're like, yeah, we're back. But yeah, you had like you guys, eight assists you guys in four drop, weeks. Yeah, yeah, you guys drop off after that. So. Oh, no, look, they've got to keep this up. Yeah. But yeah, in this six-week period, yeah. they are. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to this question, though, Nick. Instead of, in, well, firstly, for the <laughs> best team so far, um, yeah. I, I just wanted to say Manchester City. I, I know they've dropped uh, a few points, two draws to teams they probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, but in terms of scoring, they've looked... Oh, menacing. Scary. So anything that's near Holland yeah. is in. Yeah, they still haven't lost. So in terms of best teams, I, I still have City at the top. Biggest surprise for me, uh, it, well, it had to be Brighton. Uh, I didn't expect them to be top four. Um, yeah, after six oh, weeks, I did. But I, I know what you're saying. But yeah. just... you, I know in hindsight, you can say, oh, they did this last season and they've done it again. Fair enough, but. I just feel like Brighton are one of those teams. People are just waiting for them to drop and waiting mm. for them to get relegated, and yeah. um, they they just keep surprising us. And th- yeah, their defense has been pretty rock solid this season. Biggest disappointment though. This is what I've been like, waiting for. Here we go. Claims to be a very unified answer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, unified. I oh, I hope it is. <laughs> oh, this is the. Well, well, this again, needs to be clipped. Because we're honest, we're honest fans. Like we say, like it is. That's a lie. We say like it is. But three, two, one. Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, good. I just wanted to make sure. You... <laughs> Actually, I, I'd, I'd want to say Leicester, but just for the. But it's it's uh, it's Liverpool. For the theatre. Le- Leicester finished obviously a lot higher last year, but then you look at what happened in the transfer window. Schmeichel gone, Vardy aging, no major signings. Yeah. Fafana gone. Uh, Fafana gone. Were they the only club in uh, the whole of? England to not have made a signing like in all the different leagues they're probably the only club to have not made one signing I've not made I've, I've yeah. not looked yeah, yeah look and, and, but it says club. a lot about yeah. where they are and apparently there's financial issues and yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're up ships, ships Creek but yeah. look I think in terms of the clubs that you expect to be up the top and they're just not even close Liverpool just aren't even close at the moment yeah, they're so far off that pace that they, oh, yeah. that they set. Points, I mean, no, no, no. But hang on. But the pace that you've set, uh, and this is this Absolutely. is not this is not like me having code. That yeah. what you've done over the last two, three, se- four seasons, 
Yeah. This isn't the bar that you. This isn't the bar. It's not the bar, no. But I think you're still. You, I mean, it's every team. Yeah. Every team is going to have a blip every now. Oh, and for now. sure. And look, if one loss from six games is a blip, like is the worst blip we're going to have. No, but that's but this but that's a compliment to you guys, and that's that's the thing. Yeah. This is you you guys, and and same with City. They've set that both clubs have set the bar so high in the past. They you know, have, three, yeah. four, five seasons. Yeah that this is seen as a failure. And for any other club, this is, is a successful so, start. Well, that's but for what you guys have done... Yeah. Still think there's time to turn it around, though. Oh, the season's around. not over. And that and that leads to my next question, which is our title favourites and Smokies. I think we, we still all... I again, think we could almost all do this. Oh, no, you two probably won't, but... I think it, it's fair to say Manchester Man City... City yeah. uh, and then the Smokies, I reckon we could all be on the same page then. Smokies, yeah. Well, I've got Liverpool as my Smokie. Because yeah. you aren't well, yeah. Like obviously, I had Liverpool before the season started. After match week one, I went straight to City. Clipped way so too one quickly. Of the biggest backflips of it. No, but seen. no, but City, <laughs> I was worried about how long it would take Halan to fit in. That was yeah, all my yeah. thing. I, the style of play would be completely different. The fact of what he came out and did on the first match week, I was like, oh, this this is going to be a long stuff, yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So they're my they're my two. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'd probably. I mean, last last time we. Did this podcast? I said Liverpool are still winning the league. That was after the it's draw. Big call. After the draw to Everton, yeah, it's a big call. Yeah. I, I still think, again, we had all those injuries. Everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong, yeah. and we're only five points behind Man City, which is I think still. And we should have to play them twice. That's it. Play That's them it. Twice. And we, I mean, yeah. we've already got um, United out of the way away. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically, Everton we got away. you out of the way, but yeah. <laughs> well, true, but I, I don't really have United in that top of the league discussion. Neither do I, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just just quietly, I think Spurs. Spurs. I know they lost in the Champions League this morning yeah. to yeah. Sporting Lisbon, but they haven't lost. Interestingly, Conte, interestingly enough, one of the goal scorers was Andrew Gomez, a player that United let go, who is a talented player. Yeah. Uh, but he obviously left. I think maybe even last year. I think it was. But yeah, he's it's good. So I'm just happy to see him playing well and scoring because he. He's a player that could come back to the Prem. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got some serious talent. Still very, very young. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Is he the midfielder? Yes, the yeah, mi- attacking yeah. midfielder, number yeah. 10. Very exciting player. Yeah. Manish, title um, favourite, Smokey? Still think it'll be City, yeah. not Liverpool, only because of our injury issues and yeah. I think especially our midfield if you don't sign someone in Jan which I don't think we will I think, uh, yeah yeah. again I feel like our midfield is not as strong as cities or like even the rest of the top four contenders yeah. for matter Absolutely. still yeah I still feel like City are the favourites I would love for it to be Liverpool but I feel like this season especially and I think it'll, I'm not sure about Nunes yet as well I feel like he will take a bit yeah. of time to adjust yeah. and adapt yeah, yeah. um yeah, so I still think it'll be City. Just because of how Holland has started and how yeah. literally every time they attack, oh, this they guy look, seems like he'll score. Un- oh, it's unstoppable. They look unstoppable at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, I think you made a good point as well. I think Liverpool need to make a really big impact signing. Correct. Just, a, yeah. just Yeah, I don't know. We need to switch things up. It's, it's been the same time of team. Yeah, correct. We yeah. need to switch things up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think. And by you know, the start of next season, yeah. I hope to see... Three or at least, yeah, at least three, but maybe even four midfield signings. Four midfield signings. Ox needs to go. Milner needs to go. Keita needs least, to go. Keita. Yeah. And 
I don't know if Jones is the future or not, but yeah. you know, at least you guys don't spend any money though. Henderson's That's the plus. Like, why would you you'd never spend any more money in a transfer window? We, I'll never spend hundred million dollars million on a player. It's all about net yeah. spend. Klopp's all, all about never, net, never, never, never. But I will when it suits me. <laughs> I think they made. Yeah. Uh, I think they only spent twenty mil for this season on net spend. Which is and that's what's important. Just a bit that of good, is, just mon, as you know, just a good a bit of EBITDA data Correct, where yeah. you can hide everything that you want to hide, <laughs> and you can move on. Um, just some innovative accounting. Yeah. That's, what, that's what it is. Speaking of uh, accounting and uh, buying players, FPL boys, Oof. been a tough start to the season. It surely has. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you've you've started well, Nick. You've started well. So I know. Far. I think yeah. I'm third, third in the third or fourth. Yeah, yeah, third or fourth in the. Um, TLA, FTL League. And uh, Mitch, just like United, has start, he started well and then he dropped off. I don't think I ever started well, actually. I think I've always been down the bottom, to be honest. I think I've been pretty consistent down there. And now my run really up, you know. I'm in trouble now this week because oh, I used my wild card two weeks ago. Oh, no. Same. Then, oh, no. then this week it comes out that... That was one of my questions. Yes. Half my team's gone, so now yeah. I'm like, do I use my free hit this weekend? Because otherwise I've got three players not playing. Yeah. So it's really tempting, but oh, I think you have to do something. I think I just, as I said at the start of the year, I donated my entry fee, and it really is a donation. And if I could have it back to go buy some lunch today, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> he needs it. Um, if I if if I win, Mitch, I'll buy your lunch. If I win the whole league, alright, I'll, I'll buy. I'd hold you. Well, hang on. There's prize money for third place, isn't there? That is five. So just stay in the top, oh, stay in the top three, and, and also we have the FPL Cup. It starts probably week uh, thirty-five. Yeah. So even yeah. if you've not had a good, maybe I should just all, prepare for that. Correct. And could be that that could be a strategy because we had a guy last year who finished tenth, but he won the FPL Cup. I'd love to finish tenth at this yeah. rate. I'm going to finish thirtieth. Yeah. Well, if you guys, <laughs> if, if you guys, you guys can help me out now since I'm our last hope of winning. No, I still, I still, I feel like I will come back. <laughs> I, 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 so you I think, think you'll good? I hope you I think you'll do a Liverpool and come back from nowhere? Yeah, yeah I, I know I will. Nice. I know I usually do. So if you did have your wild card this week, yeah. would you be using it? No, because no. the fixtures. I don't think the fixtures warrant it. Like okay. they aren't any good fixtures. There's no point using the wild card for these fixtures. Like none of them are. Yeah, wildcard worthy. I feel. I feel like there are better fixtures where we have double game weeks. Like that's when you probably use your wildcard instead of now. There's yeah. only I think what six, seven games being played. Seven like you, games. Yeah. So you, all your Liverpool players are gone. Chelsea, Chelsea players, gone, yeah. United. A lot of yeah. people brought in Rashford last yeah. week. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of an interesting one. So is he not a good pick, Mitch? No, I brought him I, in too, and that's why I don't have any of my uh, players okay, playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you see what I mean? Like, because they're not any, like, good fixtures this week. Like, I mean, it wouldn't make sense for you to use your wildcard for this amount of fixtures. Yeah. You're better off waiting until it's probably, like, a double game week. There you go. Yeah. A little, little hot tip. I might Correct. take that on board. Yeah. We do have another little hot tip from our uh, official FPL partners, the FPL Addicts podcast. You can check, check out all their uh, podcasts in the FPL Live app or just search FPL Addicts across all social media platforms to find them. So let's see what they have to say. Hello, fantasy managers. My name is FPL Rev from the FPL Addicts podcast. Last week, I suggested to you that you should consider switching to a 3-4-3 formation. And lo and behold, that seems to be the template now. So this week, I'll be looking to break the template a little bit with a differential pick that could really make your team stand out from the crowd and help boost you up in the ranks. The player that I want to suggest to you is the 7.9% owned Man City attacking midfielder, Phil Foden. 
He started five out of six Premier League games so far this season, and he was rested in Man City's Champions League game, meaning he could be set for an extended run of starts in the starting 11. He already has three assists and a goal to his name, and he has a growing relationship with Erlen Haaland and their understanding of each other, meaning that he could be a cheap and nailed-on option in that coveted Man City attacking lineup. And just before we round out the podcast, boys, match week eight is coming up. As we mentioned, three games not being played. Liverpool-Chelsea, United-Leeds and Brighton versus Crystal Palace. Uh, but let's take a look at the fixtures. Yep. What are we looking forward to? Uh, there's a couple of interesting ones. I know you both looked at me funny when I, when I suggested this, but Newcastle or Bournemouth isn't as clear-cut as you might think. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I would love to know why. Like, why? Why is that the pick of the week? Why is Bournemouth so bad? <laughs> that, it's true. They've only lost to Liverpool, City and Arsenal, I yeah. think. And forgive, and I'd hate for a team to lose to those three. They're, if you if you lose to those three, you're definitely no, yeah. you know, no hope winning a title, are you? There, there are other three <laughs> they're, games to they're not, draw. Yeah, they're not bad games to lose. And, like, yeah. obviously, I, th- I, I think the sacking of Scotty Parker was very hasty, but we all saw it coming. But, I think he saw it coming. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, I think he... I think he actually instigated it, but yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. But look, Newcastle should do this and do this comfortably. There's there's no doubt in my mind. But Bournemouth shouldn't be, you know, left to be, you know, yeah, rule true. them out right now. They're not worth putting a pen through. You can't put a pen through them. So I think yeah. this is a game that it shouldn't go either way. It should be a, a Newcastle win, at, you know, one nil, two nil. Yeah. But don't be shocked if Bournemouth are actually in this a lot more than you think. Mm. And that that's just my gut feel of how they've been playing. And yeah, this is the same Bournemouth team we all wrote off but they still seem to fight a lot harder than we expect. Well, they've beaten Aston Villa this season. They beat Nottingham Forest in their last game. And that was coming down from 2-0. Yes. And, and it they was were some lovely home. goals. Yeah. Kept so, a clean sheet against Wolves. Yeah. It won't be an easy game. And look, Newcastle should. I reckon Isaac could have a, Isaac could have a day out. Yeah. <laughs> but I still think it... it I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked if it's, that, if it's a close game. Yeah. Very interesting one. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Manish? Um, I feel like it's Arsenal and Brentford. Because they are the team that I said has been the best so far. And yeah. their first actual test they failed. Yeah. United. And I feel like this could be the next big test because it's Brentford away. Away. Which is never an easy fixture. In, in as the, we found out yeah. the past few seasons. And That's Tony's in form. Tony's, Tony's in, form. in mad form. Yeah. 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 And um, they've only lost one game. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And they've looked good so far. They've looked good, Brentford. It's like the season when they first got promoted. They look like that team again. Yeah. And I feel like this could be a big test for Arsenal. Yeah, absolutely. And to see how they bounce back from the United game as well. I think they lost to Brentford away last year as well. I would not be surprised. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I think that's right. It was the the first game of the season. They, um, yeah, they they lost to the Bees. So yeah, definitely one to look for. And I'm gonna go Wolves. uh, Wolves versus City. Um, I just think Diego Costa. Diego Costa's first game, whether he plays or not, I hope he does. Surely, hope he does. We know, yeah, he's tormented City in the past during his Chelsea days and. Um, Wolves have proved a little bit of a bogey team for City over the past few years. Not so much last season, but before that. So, you know, it's at Wolves. You know, Thiago Costa's uh, return to the Premier League. Can they cause an upset? We'll see. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, Pending no uh, changes to the fixture again, there is a lot to look forward to coming up in the Premier League this weekend. Before the international break, you can follow all of that plus the remainder of the Champions League action this week on EPL Live. We'll be back again next week to unpack it all, but until then, enjoy the football.